Welcome to Life from the Well. We're here to share our perspectives with stories from the service industry. I'm your bartender, Joey. And I'm your barback, Peter. I'll keep the ice full. This episode from Life from the Well is fueled by the great beer from Iron Horse Brewery. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Life from the Well. Uh, This episode is going to be a b-side episode a lot of times we end up with a ton of conversations and we try to keep it to a tight 90 so we want to uh so every once in a while we get a little bit of overlap uh, extra stuff that we just don't have room for so this gives us an opportunity to kind of revisit some of our past guests and uh and hear some of the cool stories that that uh didn't didn't quite make it around the first time around not necessarily for the content, just just for uh, just for time. So, uh, on that note, uh, I, I hope you guys enjoy it. And here we go. Um, so left turn here, um, aliens. Yes. Tell me, tell me your thoughts, because um, I feel missed. like I feel like this used to be like a polarizing topic where people would be aliens. like, "You're crazy." Aliens Basically, Joey but wants now to know, I feel like do you believe. Do, do I believe? No, in I know he does. I just want to talk about it. <laughs> do I, uh, okay yeah i do yeah. i mean i look at it this way i think the idea that you are the only thing out there in a mm-hmm. seemingly endless universe is stupid yeah it's ignorant now, now can it happen sure i mean if you believe in all that other stuff like multi-universes anything mm. that can happen will happen sure Maybe we are in the universe sure, where we're in nobody the else out there. Where there's, where we're the only but race. I think in, in some form, whatever you think of that is, I mean, whether it's intelligent or just life, mm. I mean, I, I, I think so. I mean, the idea that we're in perfect conditions where only this happened here <laughs> on Earth. We're the, we're the perfect That's creation. a little lonely. We're the perfect creation that yeah. constantly gets diseases and little, dies at young yeah, ages. <laughs> it's a little lonely <laughs> to think that way. Um, but, yeah, no, I do. You know, mm-hmm. I, think, I think you can... Uh, I mean, it's just weird because if you ever read like a lot of different like theories in science, there's two sides of both of those coins, right? Yeah. There's the idea that statistically speaking, you would not be the only thing out there, but also there is the idea that you would be the only thing out there. You know, I got to, uh, even though I hate this oh, question, like, I got to agree with that. Why do you like, hate this question? I, I just think it's off topic. Do you topic. not believe in aliens? No, I do, but that's the thing. I just think it's a little off topic from the, you know, the, now whether or not the, what the people, podcast little green men is, are coming down and doing anal probes on you. Yeah, but that, no, that's it's a different story. One hundred percent, they you, are. You said you said <laughs> something that's my point. Whenever whenever somebody broaches this this topic with me, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, um, we haven't done our last shot yet. It's uh, you know, it's mathematically impossible that we are the only sentient conscious yeah. beings in the vastness of space. It's it's mathematically impossible. I mean, you look out in the sky, and there are more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on the beach. You know, yeah. we've we've all heard that saying. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to say mathematically impossible. You could just say it's impossible. Well, like, a, lot of, a lot of people, specific. a lot of people sit there and they base things on logic and they, math and things like that. I don't, I don't so think. I think like the people that mathematically I think the people speaking, speaking you know, that base things on logic don't really base it on that much mm-hmm. logic. Well, okay, you could then, just use a straight fact and say it's. It is impossible. Okay, for all those people out there that you know are like impossible. religious and whatnot, and they think that we are the image of God, it's like, well, God can literally be anything. He came to Noah as a, or not Noah, but he came to Moses as a burning bush. So you're saying that 
if if God fun if God is a burning bush, then we're all burning bushes. Yeah. I mean, I know some redheads that are on fire all the time because they have attitudes, but. <laughs> The ginger conundrum. The ginger conundrum. I mean, that's a whole thing. I mean, that that the ginger conundrum is something that I think we'll have understand. I'm a a firm believer that anything can happen and will happen, and so like you know, it's Mm. Occam's razor. So the idea, you know, if you're alone in the universe, a very lonely thought. If you're, I mean, I would, I would, I mean, I personally think like if you were nothing else out there, it's a little lonely. If we're alone in the universe, what's the point of this all? You know, yeah. What is the point? Is it all randomness? Well, I, I just, do just, believe just, that so we've even, got even if you just, well, so here's the thing: even if you believe in any divine intervention, no matter what, it, 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 look at. The I mean, have you looked itself. at Steve Bannon? Look, yeah, look, <laughs> look at the universe in general. I mean, there's obviously a uh, there's sort of a, a, a connection and a flow in everything, right? There, I mean, it's well, like are, are we the way here this, just to everything feed the orbits ego around the sun and deity? Like, I mean, like, do we need to? I won't get deep is, into is, is, philosophical is there, religious, according to but yes, sir, I do yes, believe. We are. In, is God believe so self-conscious and so un, so <laughs> so fragile that he needs a whole species of creatures to worship yes. him un, unconventionally? Absolutely. Like, uh, uh, like I mean. That that seems okay. silly. Like okay, so I so mean, Joey like, asked the it's question. It's such a such a fragile human flaw that we place into our deity. Like they 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 need that much attention and love. No, you you have a whereas good like point if there. there was a human that needed that much attention and love, they would be in an insane asylum. And there are many of us out there that are locked just up. saying you're not even or you're not even close to what like that level president. would need. Well, okay, I, think, so, I think I wouldn't get on the yeah, level of like anyways, what, trying to speak for what uh, God or any religion believes. Yeah, I th- here's the way I look at it, man. Jesus you you believe you you believe stuff. in what you want it's to, cool. and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, for the most part, Shut there's usually nothing wrong with that. Um, but uh, you know, just from a personal level, like of course I believe that there's something more out there, sure. whatever it may be. I, I want. Okay, I so if there are creatures like, out I want, there, I want there to be like if there are other sorry if there are other alien life out there. You interrupt me all the goddamn time. Shut up. No, no. I'm t- I give Do you, you, you think permission to that, talk. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. you giving me permission. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't need to clarify anything. You're, you have the so floor. So <laughs> I believe that there are aliens out there. You believe that there are aliens out there. Do you believe that there are aliens that are visiting our planet? I don't know. That's a tough one. Mm, that's a tough one. Bro, have you and seen, here's the have thing, you seen I the mean, evidence? Yeah. <laughs> Because there's a lot. Sir, let me tell you, I, I was one of these nerds growing up that I was all about mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. you know, unsolved mysteries. You know, and <laughs> I read every book. I used to read every, every, every book every book out there. Yeah. Do I think that something has visited us? I think so at some point in, mm-hmm. in no matter what in human evolution and history, Joey's there's something there, whether it's a genetic memory or whether it's happening now. Absolutely. You know, I mean, could I be wrong? Of course I could be. I mean, even if nobody's visiting us here, per se, I, you know, like you said, when there's more stars in the sky than grains of sand on the beach, the idea that at least one other mm-hmm. sentient being out there, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, if there wasn't, again, yeah, you know, it's pretty a lonely universe if there's not. But if I there's mean, not, if there's not, I feel like it's just like it's all chaos. Then it's all random chaos. No, how, how would there not be? I guess, I guess it's possible. I don't know. It's a, you know, it's a debate that people have been talking about forever. But uh, you know, yeah. Not to be too, you know, nerdy or not, but of course, you know, I, it's I just why, think that when you look at when you just look at the we universe as being, be ex, you know, <laughs> infinite in itself, mm-hmm. and that yeah. you know we are only seen a so, small you, microsoft, you, microscopic aspect of it. Yeah, you know. Have you seen the the the, the recent documentaries and stuff that have been coming out? 
with um are we talking about like history channel ancient aliens kind of thing or yeah, kind of uh, you know honestly i really Netflix, haven't watched a lot there's a dude there's a dude his name's jeremy corbin i think his name is um he he produced a documentary on netflix with um bob bob lazar lazar bob lazar bob lazar who is a guy who who and and i mean like outside the realm of being able to prove things we have to say hypothetically worked at area 51 mm-hmm. and then quit and then went to the media and then and then the the story is that the the, the government like erased his background you know they erased his, his mm-hmm. school history like the, the the school he went and got his degree at they they just kind of they're like delete 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 but there's still pictures of him like going to school there yeah they just deleted the documents and so there's all these things that like he I mean, it's 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 such a deep hole to go into. I I I'm gonna lose. Focus I think the problem though with like a lot of that when you're talking about like the conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. they're, they're, you like, know, misinformation yeah. and things like that. I mean, there is something to be said that there's a lot of BS out there's, there. There's the cover up, but there, 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 cover that's the conversation and whatnot. I mean, a lot of that's just super fantastic. That's kind of that's kind of the you know divisive I mean? line too, right? Is is believing in alien life and then believing that our government has been covering yeah. it for a certain. Here's the thing. Too. I mean, I'm also a believer that you can't cover up too much in today's world. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's all out there. Well, that's know? also the, so, that being said, do you think that our society could handle the truth? If there really was alien contact, I think if I had to, not I mean, just, like, not just alien proof of alien life out there, but alien contact, you know, what's a, you know, I always thought was a decent movie that kind of thought about this was contact. You remember that old oh, movie? I love that with, movie. Uh, yeah. With uh, Matthew McConaughey, right. Yeah. And everybody, you know, honestly, when you think about it, it Robert Zemeckis, right? big fan of Robinson Max. Yeah. So I thought it was a good movie that would kind of give you an idea of how would social um, society be able to handle knowing anything that was real yeah. uh, or the truth, quote unquote, for that. And I thought it's interesting, you know, when you look at that, how would we react to it? And, you know, the reality is, is that we react to things that we don't understand yeah. in a violent and negative way. And it's just it's, it's, it's human just nature. human nature, yeah. you know, because we like to think that even if even if somebody like myself who believes that you're not alone in the universe, suddenly now it becomes real. Yeah, it becomes real. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of makes you think real about big, your, your, your spot in, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. You know, if there's something if there's something or someone out there that is more advanced than you, especially how would you how would you handle that? You know, like what's the good and the bad and. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot, obviously, like books and philosophical um, theories out there of how people would react to it. You know, yeah. and I, I think first and foremost, I think that people would be scared, and I, I think that's just human nature. You know, even yeah. for somebody who thinks you're open minded, I think that you would you would get scared. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite authors, he uh, my one of my favorite quotes of his is, "Individuals are smart, people are stupid." You get a group of three or more people, and all of a sudden, it becomes a mob mentality. Yeah. The individual may be smart. You may be be able to rationalize with one person, talk to them, and and get them to understand something or understand them. But you get a group of people, it's yeah. mob mentality. It is, and you feed off of the energy of others. And yeah. we've all been there, right? Yeah. Oh, we've all yeah. been there where something gets you hot. Hey, you take you know nine eleven. Yeah. You think about that. Like I remember being in college when that happened, right? And I remember like walking in, and everybody's like you know running to like the screens and everything. Like and, yeah, thank you. And I remember all that happening, right? And it was just like you're like, what the fuck? 
and you're seeing this happening. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not really a firm believer in going off to war and all that stuff. You know, I'm, I, I know there's a, there is a reason to do some of those things in, in order to whatever protect liberties and whatnot. But I, I have to remember that. If you think about that, in that moment, for a lot of people, whether you're violent or nonviolent, People, a switch. people yeah. got on that bandwagon, right? Mm-hmm. Of, oh, oh my yeah. God, let's go bomb those motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Who's those motherfuckers? Nobody even knew who they were. Well, that All they thought about was like, anybody, that anybody in any Middle don't Eastern you area, you need to go bomb them. Don't you yeah. think that was Everybody just... Everybody was on that. Don't you think that was just the... Don't you think that was just the fucking... That was just the... The aliens? That's just what we were taught from our parents and grandparents, though. Our grandparents were bombed by... You know, someone by the bad guys. By the yeah. so Japanese. We, well, here's the thing, though. It's, it's, not, even, it's not just not that, that, though. It's it was, also we thinking had about bad guys at that point. Yeah, it's man. not just that, though. It's like, what is what is anybody's reaction to any situation? It's to react. To react. It's to react. It's a react to any situation. So, yeah. I mean, that's the and first thing. Think about somebody. If somebody punches you in the face, violent. what's your first reaction? I'm going to punch that fucker back, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah, why did he punch me in the face? Why did he punch me in the face? Because this pain. It's not. And it's, 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 it's we're reactionary beings. Mm-hmm. So, you as know, much as we'd like to. It's one of my things that we're enlightened. Nobody. I don't know a single person. I don't know I'll tell you right now. If alien life came out and you had the ships go in there, I'd freak the fuck out. Whether or not I'm a rational person or not, I'd freak the fuck out. Fuck out, man. Yeah. Here you go. Uh, uh, I read a book recently, and this is a quote. I, I took a picture of it and made it a picture on my Facebook. It says, All the great teachings reveal the way of the sinner, the way of balance. Constantly look to see if that's where you're living or if you are lost in the extremes. The extremes create their opposites. The wise avoid them and find balance in the sinner, and you will live in harmony. Find balance in the sinner, and you will live in harmony. Well, that's, and that that's one of the big things I try to just kind of find live my life on now is is to is to know that the 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 more you get upset about something and the more you start raging about something the more you're gonna find somebody who has the exact opposite feelings as you the more that you can find balance and commonality and and mm-hmm. and some form of agreement whether it's a compromise or whatever the more you're gonna the, be able to move forward in society yeah. and, and connect people and f- find a way to bring people together, not a way to divide people yeah. in extreme. You know, that's not, you know, but that's the, that's the human conundrum though. Sure. How do you, how do you sure. find that? I mean, it's, it's just all about together, communication right? and, and just, how do you find, mm. how do you find ways to have, bring people together? I mean, it's so hard, man, to, th- alcohol, to change man. people, things that's that, that alcohol, yeah, that's what that's we do. Good start. We make drinks. It's a good start. Speaking of alcohol, another great segue. So uh, another great segue is that little machine with two wheels that you ride around the city and you have to wear a bike helmet on. And welcome back. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the stories so far. Um, <laughs> you know I love me some alien talk. Uh, so cocktail, cocktail time. time. Cocktail time. Anyways, uh, today our featured cocktail is the Rosita. Um one of my abs, one of my favorites. Um, it's a it's a Negroni variation. Um, so obviously, I, you know me and I, how I feel about Negronis. You know that I love anything that probably has Campari in it. Um, so that I also love tequila. You know <laughs> that just brings this drink straight up into the onto the plate. Um, it's uh, the history on it is a little muddy, obviously, like everything. Um, in my searches, I found that um, 
there's real really no history to it. It 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 was there was really just a just a couple claims on who created it and who altered it. Um, they traced it, but they were able to trace the origins of kind of where they found the drink back to uh, the Mr. Boston Guide uh, 1988 edition, and so that was kind of exciting for me. Uh, I pulled out my old Mr. Boston guide because it's a, the 1978 edition and I wanted to see if it was in there and sure enough it was. So it's it's even older than the internet thinks it is. Um, I imagine it was probably just named after uh, probably a, a Mexican lady. I imagine an Italian guy took his, took his Campari down to Mexico and made some Negronis with tequila and, and had a real nice night with it. So... Cheers to you, Rosita. I sure love your drink, and uh, I hope you guys do too. During this pause, while Joey makes the cocktail, we are sipping on delicious beer from Iron Horse. If you want to watch Joey make the cocktail, head on over to YouTube, Life from the Well. Or you can find all of our videos on our website as well. And just a reminder, if you would like to get your name out there or become a sponsor, go to our website and send us an email. Tasting Notes. You're supposed to do a lemon twist on it too, but whatever. Oh, nice. I like it better than the Negroni, honestly, but I love tequila. I don't know. I don't know. And the Negroni's like classic, and so it's hard to hate on it, but I think I drink more of these at home because I more often have tequila at home than gin. But I, but also over the last like several months, I think I had, I bought it. I've gone through a few bottles of gin. Because Aperol is like Campari, but it's a lot less bitter. Mm. It's a Campari light. <laughs> I like that. It's a Campari light. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like the orange to the grapefruit. Aperol is orange to Campari's grapefruit kind of thing. Where oh, you okay. like the grapefruit bitterness to like, I don't know, I, I'd like blood orange maybe. Like it's it's definitely a little more, it's not as aggressive. It's, it's lighter. Yeah. It's like 30% less bitter. It's a good replacement when, so, when somebody tries a Negroni. And they're like, oh, it's bitter. It's like, can you fix it? And be like, sure. And I just make a new one with Aperol. And they go, that's really good. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like bitter. But some people love, like, I love bitter. Like, I like to experience it. (laughs) It's just, it's just another taste that you're, you know, aware of. And it's, it's like a, it's, it's an acquired taste. You know, it's, it's something that, like you said, the first time you have it, it's aggressive, and you're just like, shit, that's a lot. It's the first time you had coffee, the first time you had beer, the first time, you know, you smoked a cigarette, the first time you did anything that was like, the first time you tasted whiskey, I mean, oh, <laughs> your throat closed on you. Um, uh, so, I mean, it's like anything, it's something that you really learn to appreciate, I think, and, and uh, just because it tastes bad one time doesn't mean it's going to taste bad the next time or ten times later. To find ways to make it to use it and to make it taste really good. We're, we're adaptable creatures like that. Sometimes brands are, are, are important when making drinks and sometimes they aren't. That's one thing that makes it difficult to, sometimes to decipher, but like, I think like the, the, well, the original recipe for the, the Rosita called for Old Tom tequila. It's like you can't even get Old Tom tequila anymore and I don't think you ever wanted to. Um, and you know, the, the one that you look up online calls for Patron, you know, and it's, so it's not, uh, Patron's just, you know, it's not even, I don't know, Patron's owned by, 
Paul Mitchell. I think we've talked about, I've talked about this before. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, and so I mean, it's it's not even like if you want to support tequila, like you know, <laughs> do some digging. Yeah. You know, start drinking, start drinking. You know, just find some other ones, and then it's it's just. When they're being brand specific on the on the main spirit, I guess that's when you can just kind of let that fly away. Yeah. Just be like whatever, because used to everything used to call for absolute, but then like Campari is another thing where it's kind of there's not there's not a lot of things like Campari, yeah. and you could bounce you could use Campari or Aperol, but they're both owned by the same company. They 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 didn't originally start that way, but yeah. they they could be. I mean, they are now, and so you're really the same people, whatever. It's one's, one's more bitter, one's less bitter. And then there's, there's like, similar Itali bitter red Italian liqueurs. Like, there's, like, the Cocchi Rosa. Mm -hmm. And that's, but that's, you know, something a little bit different, too. And so it's not, it's just going to take the drink in a whole other direction. Yeah. But switching out the gin or the tequila, you know, th that that really kind of, it still keeps the drink what it is, which I think a lot of times, as long as you have a decent enough spirit, you don't you don't you don't need to blow the bank on it. You know, you just want one that can kind of hold its own in the drink that you can sip on its own, and be like, that's fine. But, but yeah, I don't know. Nah, I don't. <laughs> I'm using a cheap ass tequila in this drink, and it tastes delightful. Mm -hmm. um, you could like spend it. you could you could go spend fifty dollars and use Patron. But then you just have to charge more for the cocktail if you're selling it in your bar. And it's not, like I said before, it doesn't make that big of a difference when it's in a cocktail. Yeah. You know, if you're using a tequila that's, that costs more, that's a better, that's a, 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 that much of a better quality. Like it's, it's just a status thing for people. You know, they just want to be able to order something expensive. Uh, <laughs> here's another one. Oh, oh, okay. Uh -oh. Hey, Pete. Um, do you believe in aliens? Oh, God. Well, I, I got to say this. You, you got to. You have to be naive to think that in this great, big universe, we're the only ones. Mm -hmm. Period. Like, where, where are you at, though? Like, Thank like um, do, you, do you just kind of entertain that? You're like, you're just open to it and just leave it there? Or, I, I would, or, I is, or is there, like, a deep obsession of, like... I, I, there's no deep obsession, yeah. but, I'm, okay, so... Fair enough. That spirit, actually, we all have our own sexual well, thing. Far, <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well done, sir. Um, what you say? Anyway. <laughs> 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 You'll have um, to listen to the episode, I guess. Yeah, I guess I will. <laughs> can, we, can we run that back, please? Can no, okay. Mm -hmm. No, but, I mean, okay, so, <laughs> okay, so not just aliens, but, you know, as far as your spirituality goes, as far as mm -hmm. whether you believe in I was actually the afterworld, ghosts, that, whatever, the afterlife, I, I I am pretty much wi eyes wide open to anything, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised by anything. Try not to shut it off. So, stay, yeah, stay, why, stay open to the unknown. Two, why bother? I mean, why, why would you do. shut it off? I, I, One. I would be completely intrigued if I were able to witness something like that. And, mm -hmm. if, Cool. I guess I, I guess I two things. One, I agree with you. Like mathematically speaking, mm -hmm. there's no way we are the only sentient species. Can't be right in the entirety of space. Mathematically speaking, that is impossible. Yeah. And two, the spirituality thing and like having you know spirits and entities and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I I'm a big believer in that. I've had some weird shit happen to me in my past. 
Uh, well, I lived in Hawaii, and it's just you're it's surrounded well, by that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and people and are I very in touch you, with stuff over there. I told you before I went to Hawaii, uh, you're, like mushrooms. my first time over there. I was like, oh man, I want to go do this because I've heard about this shit. And, and mm-hmm. you were like, you were telling me about uh, the Glen Grant tours and stuff like that. Yeah, the, but the like the tours. people, like the spirits that that will be seen uh, walking through the forest, night marchers and all that. Night marchers, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah, and I was, I was like, I was, you know, what are the night and, and stupid. Well, he'll tell you in a second, but I was yeah. like, yeah, man, I'm going to go look for him. And you and Bruce were both like, no, you're fucking not. Like you yeah, guys were technically adamant. you shouldn't go. I mean, if you're with, if you're with somebody of pure Hawaiian an- ancestry or, and are close to that, you'd, you're brought in by you'd likely be, be safer. But, uh, it's so night marchers to give quick, quick history. And even my history is pretty rusty. Um, they're basically the spirits of the protectors of the elite or the, or the royalty there. Mm-hmm. And, um, certain nights, certain moon phases, they literally, if you believe in this kind of thing, walk among the the, the living. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of accounts of people witnessing it, hearing it, seeing it. You can smell it even. You can smell the torches burning, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And the the legend or lore goes even further, where if you if you see them and you are uh, in their path or whatever, you're supposed to close your eyes, lie down, make you know, don't look at them, and basically pray to your Hawaiian ancestors to protect you, because if they feel you are somewhere, some in their path or out of place and shouldn't be there, they can actually kill you. Hmm. Yeah. So Angry it's spirits. it's yeah, it's kind of a it's it's a pretty extreme thing, and it's sure. a it's a really it's a heavy belief if you are. Um, if, if you're really, you know, if you're truly into the Hawaiian ancestry mm-hmm. and, and the lore that kind of surrounds the, the culture there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's something I, I don't mess with. I don't, <laughs> I mean, I, I've gone up to, um, there's different, you know, former worship sites that you can find on the island. They call them Heao, which is like basically old uh, places of sacrifice and or worship. They're, you know, mm-hmm. the early forms of churches, I guess. And it's weird, you know, as as an outsider, if you walk in there, you automatically feel that you, I mean, if you're, I guess if you're in touch with this kind of thing, you will feel that you're kind of out of place or you probably shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, again, it, it I, I could go on, just with my limited knowledge, I could go on for hours about it, but it's, uh, it's, it's something that's interesting to read up on or to study on or yeah. even to become. I feel like there's part, like, uh, and, and, and just a purely like, I had a weird thought. <laughs> no way. No, no. I just, I just, I just want, to, I just want to preface this with that. I have like, okay. I have like no, no other like, no other like, thing beyond it. But like, um, I think as far as like our cultures go, and and as, you know, we're we're a species of this planet, humans. You know, and and as far as you know, kind of where we're all from. You know, up until very recently in in our species, you know, um, uh, lifespan, you know, we've all kind of been segregated to different parts of the world. And, um, you know, in the last couple hundred years to thousand years or so, we've had the the ability to traverse the globe and maybe live in different locations that our previous ancestors weren't from, Mm -hmm. which can be a little counter to our evolution as a species because as you can see what evolution does is it creates a species you know kind of specific to where they are you know we all have our own traits 
to a certain extent as species from a couple hundred years to 2,000 years ago, you know, before mm-hmm. we all started kind of, you know, mingling with each other. and Right. Biases into your own culture or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then there's also, I feel like we still have a, like a spiritual connection kind of to our roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So I was in Europe recently. I was over in England recently, and we were just like walking around. This and conversation has Joey goosebumped right now. It does, right dude. On. Look at me. I'm all intense. Cool, cool. It's like huh. super no, no. I, I was, awesome. uh, I was in England, like walking around. And I, I looked to my wife, and I was like, "I've never been here before. Like, this is. I've never had. I never really like. You know, I, I love traveling. I love going places and experiencing new things. But mm-hmm. like, I was there, and I was like, I just really feel like kind of at peace here. Like, this, this is like a place. I just, I love it here. Like, I really love it there. And there's a son. And she said, like, there's, you know, there's, there's probably something about like your genes. You know, you're just, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're coming true. back to like your homeland of some of your ancestors, and so there's some sort of connection you have to like mm-hmm. the soil there. And so I don't know. It, that's that's just kind of cool, like what you said about. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, as far as like, I mean, there there is, as much as we don't want to say, as much as we want to be open to like, oh, local, don't say locals only, man. Everybody has their thing. But like, there is a certain connection I think we have to certain parts of the land based on our own ancestry and i think there's a really powerful like spiritual thing to that i don't know yeah yeah it it just it there was i just i wasn't looking for any spiritual connection but i just found something while i was just wandering around the world you know i I found a place where like my ancestors are from and i was like this feels different than other places i've been i totally get it yeah i totally get it yeah that's cool that's That's cool man yeah yeah yeah. that's random thoughts that give me goosebumps i guess yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) Oh, true. You know, it's it's something that really means something to you, and and not just like you know a mental thing. It's like mm-hmm. an emotional, spiritual, physical thing. We just feel like the connection of like years and years and years and years of family history yeah. to that place. You know, it's not just it's not just because you're like, oh, people look like me here, but like you yeah, know, that, yeah. that's well, actually a I thing. Mean, you right? Know? You no. kind of bring up a good point. It's like you know, in in our cultural society, you know, we have been limited to only a few hundred miles mm-hmm. of of traveling. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, oh, well, I got to go to the market. I'll be gone for a month. And it's only like you're taking your your goat or whatever is pulling your wagon and you're going 15 miles, but you're gone for a month, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like now we're like, I'll, I'll see you in 20 minutes. Where are you going? I'm going 40 miles down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm flying across the globe. Or I'm, yeah, or I'm flying. I'm flying over to uh, Istanbul, and I'm I'm going to travel around there for a month, and mm. I'll see you then. But our but our genetic like you know our, our our the evolution of our bodies still has like connections to things yeah. that we don't. But understand. But it's like in in our in our societal Physically. history, it's like we're a sliver of of being able to travel across the globe in in hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus how it's always been, you know. Well, this goes back to the aliens, right? And so the main, <laughs> if you dig deep into it, which I, just, I love it. I love the culture. I love everything that's happening in that world. Um, there's there's talk of like the, the alien spacecrafts that we supposedly recovered back in the 40s, 50s. Roswell um, and all that stuff. Roswell. Yeah. And, and um, there's a guy currently alive today who worked at Roswell who came out back in the 80s, Bob Lazar. Yeah. Um, who he worked at Roswell for a while was like, holy shit, this is something everybody needs to know so we can advance as a culture instead of just this small percentage, right. you know, because the way the military approached it was very closed off and very segregated to each subject instead of looking at it as like advancing everything. Anyways, just um, a, real quick, just a tangent on yeah. what you're saying though. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, well, I, and I think the reason why it was so closed back then it was the the perceived hysteria that could be caused. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. A, 
I don't, it, back then it's like, I don't know if society is ready to stomach all this. I don't think they could even process all this. I so feel like it would be better if we just kept it under wraps yeah. and maybe eventually as we evolve modern day, that's we'll the be same a little conversation more open to this. I you know? feel like you have when you're trying to make any big decision though, right? Yeah. You I mean, if, if you're an adult, if you've reached the age of 20 and you're older, you've probably had to talk about kids. Mm-hmm. Are we ready? Do you think we could handle it? And one of the things my dad told me when I was younger is like, he's like, it's not something you ever ask yourself if you think we can handle it. He's like, you just do it and you make it work. Yeah. You know, it's like, so as humans, we are like, you can, you can continue to ask that question. Like, do you think we as a society could handle it? Be like, there are definitely people in our society that would have a hard time with it. Mm -hmm. But as humans, like we have the ability to adapt. And like when information is presented and it's science and it's fact, we have to accept it, like, and, and like, there but comes a point so where our brains who accept are, it. Like, too spiritual, and they're like, but well, they won't no, accept it because there's no hard facts, I, and everybody's so whimsical about yeah, it. But if it was science and it was evidence and it was proof, then it, then at some point those people would either be no. Lost some in, people lost don't even wings, or they would have to accept pick up the on truth. the science piece to it, though. Either you know, there's yeah. so much science about issues that are out there now that people just refuse to accept yeah. because yeah. either they don't want to because they're guided down well, so a many people, religious path yeah, or, exactly. or a polit- politically oriented path. And sure. are like, no, I can't believe this because either my party or religion tells me I can't. And that's, I believe in God, so I can't believe in anything else. There, well, so many people, what they're saying. Yeah. so many people have the truth to themselves and they close off the truth like anything else. Exactly. Like, yeah. you, you just, you just re- it's like, like if, remain if close God to any kind of truth. Us, then God created math and science and all this shit too he he gave us it it he she whatever you want to believe in yeah. god gave us the ability to think and think outside the box but also be creative so why don't all these religions understand that and be like well because it science, hurts their marketing scheme and they won't get their 10 percent on sunday science <laughs> was created by god if you want to believe that way there you go yeah. so believe in science kids <laughs> science yeah. is just the the it's the it's the process of finding truth you know it's 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 finding answers in things you know if, if you put God gave us free will and we have that will to <laughs> but that's the, well the thing with religion is just too much cherry picking as what you want to yeah. pull out of it and what you don't you know but that, that, i think well, that's that i think that's where the thing that means i that free will tells me i can either vote republican or democrat well that free will also tells you you should believe in something no no i can't do that that's yeah. against my religion which one is it are you coming or going pal you know yeah mm-hmm. so God, but that, that whole God, conversation is, is kind of what limits some people to even accepting the thought of aliens. God didn't right. sit there and say, but okay, you have to vote Republican again. or Democrat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember when Jesus um, uh, registered as a uh, Republican. I remember that. That was what? Yeah, but that, was back, that was back before the party switched. Because <laughs> yes. I don't know if you know this, but Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. <laughs> but he had much more socialistic values. That's and right. uh, in today's society, he would probably be a Democrat. Yeah, and Jesus, so, would, Jesus would totally be a, words. one of the Proud Boys of the Clan too. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all just words, guys. If you're, I know Jesus. He's a good friend of mine. We go way back. Yeah. You know, he cleaned my bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Jesus. Oh, sorry, oh. sorry. Okay, that was terrible. That was really bad. Oh. Sorry, kids. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> None of you These horrible jokes do not reflect who I really am. That's right. Disclaimer. We're on some crazy ass tangents. This is guys. a great tangent, though. This is, this is like cool. just probably just one of the longest tangents we've ever had on the show. No, cool. I love going off the path, you know? <laughs> one moment we were on Pete's penicillin and <laughs> Next thing you know, talking about aliens talking and the about flat earth theory, you know? And, well, okay. Yeah, I like how so deep we can get in there and the still not. Right? <laughs> I don't want to bring up flat earth. Don't do that. Don't give them that platform. 
So I, I how don't how, give them no, the platform, Peter. <laughs> Peter, how can you believe in other alien species out there and believe that the world is flat and traveling up in one direction? You've put effort into this. You've researched. Yeah, there's go on Netflix. It is no. it is beyond the dome don't. or something like that. No, and it is I, yeah, I do not. It get is that. awesome. No, you have to watch it. It's like a documentary about Shh. flat earthers, and they are hilarious because really? they like it. It follows a couple of flat earthers, and one of them. Hey, you guys, Kelly left. The Northwest. Yeah, oh she went upstairs to get food. Okay. Um, oh. Uh, no, like one of the flat earthers is from like the Northwest, and he's like, "If the Earth was round, I wouldn't be able to see Seattle right now, and I can see Seattle, and all you can see is like the top of the buildings from where mm. he's at." Oh, and it's just like you guys, that's so painful. You got you got to watch the show. You watch so painful. All right, Alex Jones, eat your heart out. Secrets of the industry. Uh, so my recommendation for this week is, is a little trick I used to use for um, memorizing people's names when they would come sit at the bar. Because uh, I used to work at a hotel bar, and so I would get guests that would come in and stay. You know, they were staying multiple nights, and so they'd come and hang out at the bar for several nights that week. I actually worked at a couple different hotel bars, I think three to be <laughs> exact. But um, uh, And one of them was near an airport, and so... Uh, I would get repeat client or repeat guests because they would fly into town for business and they would stay at the same hotel every time because they got rewards or they just liked the place or they liked me or you know whatever there was some reason you there, people have their reasons for going places um, and so you know you would I would always end up you'd, you know I'd try to get repeat guests you know having them come back for me was one of the things I would consider being a good bartender you know as being able to establish uh, a regular clientele and so, <clears throat> a lot of the times when I would first meet people, um, I would I had like a little. We just had these white coasters there, and I would always write their name down, and then we would be talking because they'd be sitting at the bar. And so I'd, as as I would be talking to them, I would just kind of write like little. I'd take little notes on the person, you know, just be like, uh, you know, write their the state that they're from's initials, and you know random facts, you know, two kids and a dog or this or that. And I, and I would just throw that in my pocket and that way. Um, but because I'm horrible at remembering names, horrible, horrible. You tell me your name, I'll say my name's Joey and then I'll have already forgotten your name. It's, I'm that bad. It's really, really bad. Um, and so it's, and I, I, you know, as a bartender, I would try to, you know, I, I want to be better at that because it's more personable to remember somebody's name. And so that would help me remember somebody's name by the end of the conversation or by the end of their meal. Um, and so, you know, sometimes it was just work for just that. And sometimes I, I would have, you know, had that, those notes and then someone comes back and I'm like, oh my God, like, I think I remember this guy. I took notes on him and then I, I, I would, uh, go home and in my bathroom at home, I had like a stack of coasters. <laughs> and so I'd go through my little stack of coasters and then I'd see the guy the next night and I'd be like, what's up, John, how you doing? And he'd be like, holy shit, how do you remember me? And I'd be like, ah, I'm just a good bartender. <laughs> But uh, yeah, just just like just taking those little notes. I don't know if that, it it, uh, it really helped up the game. It was pretty fun. So that was my uh, my little tip on how to remember people's names. <laughs> just write them down. <laughs> <coughs> I still do it actually. I still write on the back of coasters sometimes when like if I have a couple that's sitting at the bar and they introduce themselves to me. A lot of times I'll write their names on the back of a coaster and I'll just second. I'll put it right next to the. Um, the register, my, my POS, my touch screen. Um, I don't keep them in my pocket anymore. Usually they just go, 
you know, back into recy- back into cycling. So people will look on the back of a coaster and there'll be two names on the back of it and be weirded out. But <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it was just me. It's just helping me remember someone's name in the moment. <clears throat> that wraps up one more life from the well. Thanks y'all for listening. Thanks uh, to the den mother for hanging out with me and, and getting this compilation of conversations together. I hope y'all enjoyed um, the stories that, that almost didn't make it, but we found a purpose for them. And, and uh, remember to always call an Uber or always call a friend. Don't drink and drive. It's never worth it. Um, cheers. Thanks for listening to Life from the Well, full of service industry stories and cocktail history. If you like our show and want to know more, check out lifefromthewell.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Join us next time for another new cocktail and guest.